Welcome, everybody, to a new show of the Heel Heat. We got the one-winged angel, Benny. We got Jay, yep. the champ, the, the reigning, defending, mm-hmm. undisputed champion mm-hmm. of the world. <laughs> and it's me, Paulinho. Still going strong. All right. So this is one of these draft ones that we're going to have. So the draft is pretty much when I post this, it'll be today. So the draft is today. So this is a quick uh, what five moves we're going to do. And we have some honorable mentions. Um, and what we think that the, 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 the main roster should be drafting for the draft and who, we sh- who we're looking to see move and what we're expecting those moves to, to bring with them. Um, Benny, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. I could pretty much kick this off. Let me kick it off with my honorable mentions right off the bat because I'm actually building my own little universe mode in the middle of all of this. Um, I am splitting up Retribution, all right? The hell with T-Bar and Mace. I'm so sick of these names and everything. You are legitimately wasting one of your best talents. Dominic Dijakovic to SmackDown. And my other honorable mention, I don't care when his contract runs out, Ricochet is going to be featured from now on in this mid card that I'm building. And when you see what I'm doing, you're gonna applaud. <laughs> you said those were your honorable mentions. I'm waiting for the rest Ooh. of the picks. Real quick, oh, I, I, I also I also have um Ricochet see. going over to SmackDown too. Oh, you got one. I'm 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 keeping them on raw. Nah, I'm keeping I, them on I, raw. I'm going, I'm going to SmackDown, but go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm keeping them all raw. All right, so for my first pick, I'm going to get the most obvious one out of the way. Hurt Business is going to smack down. Every single one of them. Lashley, Cedric, Shelton, MVP, they're all going over there simply because of the fact that you can do this Hurt Business versus Bloodline thing, and you can stretch this whole thing out until damn near WrestleMania if you wanted to. You're pretty much going to be covered until the Royal Rumble, but you can take it further than that if you want to. All right. So, like I said, Hurt Business to SmackDown. That's my number one thing right there. <laughs> All right. My honorable, men- my honorable mentions are I'm kicking Ricochet over to SmackDown. Because mm-hmm. I, I need him, I need him off of Raw. I can't. I, 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 as much as I love the man, I can't have him on Raw. They're just they're wasting his time. Get him, get him completely away from the twenty four seven belt. Put him on a whole different show. Get him away from there. Um, another one is I actually moved Mace and T Bar together to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then I also, in return, I moved Alpha Academy to Raw. Oh, okay. I thought about that, but that was just like, no, because when you pull away a team like Mason T-Bar, you need another team that can replace them. Alpha Academy mm-hmm. gives you that. And, they, and, and mm-hmm. to me, they're a little more technical because they're both like wrestlers. So that's mm-hmm. something new. And I, I would love to see them against the Viking Raiders. That's not like a squash match to me, the way they book and everything. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, if, but if they let them go, <laughs> can you imagine like Otis and, what, and, and uh, what's the name? Uh, What's his name? Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm calling his real name. His name is Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> Otis and Hanson. 
golly. Big meaty man like like Vince likes. Yeah, big, big meaty man slapping meat. <laughs> yeah. So I got that, and I got also um, being called up. I got uh, L.A. Knight going to Raw. That's a nice one. Those are my honorable That's mentions. Nice. Those are my honorable mentions. Let me start off with one that is going to shock you, and you're not going to be surprised though. Is we're calling up my squad, Legado Legal. de Fantasma, mm-hmm. and they're going to SmackDown. Yes, Jay don't like it. <laughs> Jay don't like it. Jay don't like it. I'm gonna but tell you, I, I can literally give you. I don't even need a long explanation for this. There's one reason why I don't like it. Wall games. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have one. <laughs> you call them or, or hit roll. You don't have war games this year. Period. Yeah, you got you got to make a makeshift on both sides of that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, don't forget they're trying but, to call. Uh, well, what's that? Uh, row, epic row, hit, hit row. row. They're talking about don't, hit don't, row don't get disrespectful. Too. They're trying to don't call get them up too. So it's like don't, don't, be call them both them. don't be disrespecting my people like that. <laughs> so you want to sit me and get mad at me about the whole Spanish thing? But then you want. You can't even pronounce uh, row, a road, something, or and, and, yeah. Don't don't get disrespectful. And make me go find my grills from like 2007. Oh God. <laughs> so yeah, so I got I got him going to SmackDown and um and and also return. I want to keep him away from the Mysterios, so I moved the Mysterios over to Raw. <laughs> I want to separate them. I don't want to keep them together. <laughs> Gotta separate them. <laughs> so with that, I'm, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with that right now. Go, uh, Jay, your turn. Hold on, I gotta check something first. Because <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> um. So War Games is in November. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's my problem, right? You lost the light? <laughs> I'm about to get it back. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm about to get it back. See? There you go. Um, with the draft being so early, they just they screwed themselves. Because I think a lot of the draft picks are going to be NXT guys. Mm-hmm. So I guess for honorable mention, uh, that's that's tough. Well, honorable mention because no one's talking about her, Dakota Kai. To I want to say Raw, only because with Nia Jack now gone. And Shayna Baszler kind of drifting back into that NXT Shayna Baszler. I could see them bringing Dakota Kai back as a face to kind of, I guess, kind of build off that chemistry. But I definitely see Dakota Kai getting called up or drafted this time around. The rest are tough because all the obvious choices are all have titles right now. But I'm going to say, I think officially the same way they did last year, which was kind of stupid how they drafted uh Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax to Raw even though they were the tag champions I think they're gonna change and get Rhea Ripley and uh 
Nikki Ash. Nikki A-S-H, A-S-H or Ash or whatever her name is now. They think they're going to draft him to SmackDown. Just so that when those titles eventually do come off, uh, you'll have Rhea Ripley in that mix with Sasha, Bianca, and uh, Becky Lynch. Because I don't think any of those people are getting moved. Get away from Charlotte. Yeah, get her away from Charlotte is essentially what I'm saying. Yeah. I like, um, that. I like that. Another honorable mention I'm going to say is the Viking Raiders to SmackDown. Hmm. Because, That's very possible. Because I could definitely see them needing to hit a refresh. And with an actual tag team like the Usos, in a feud where whoever Roman faces next as a baby face, because I'm looking at it from the sense of the next baby face Roman faces is going to be after one of my major draft picks. And that Roman is kind of going to have to play face in this next feud. Um, so I think, and I think coming up, you're going to start to see the cracks for Roman really show. And that's going to lead to the Usos dropping the titles. And I think they just need more tag teams that are fresh, that once you put the titles on a new tag team, you can kind of move the tag team titles away from the main event scene and have them stand on their own. And Mm -hmm. I think the Viking Raiders definitely could be a team that gets called up. My third honorable mention, MSK to Raw because if you look at what the murmurs are in NXT MSK no longer fits the mold of what they want for NXT 2.0 and I could 100% seeing MSK being the team to take the titles off of RK Bro because we know RK Bro is definitely just a transitional champion and it's just for their little storyline now um so in terms of who like the the major guys like the 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 dub picks would be the hurt business to smackdown mm-hmm. i would have said drew mcintyre a couple of days ago but after what i saw on monday i 100 yep. percent think that they're gonna go ahead with the biggie drew mcintyre thing at least through crown jewel um before survivor series uh, I think you see the mid card title switch. So Shinsuke to Raw, Damian Priest to SmackDown. That that's the dummy choice. Like that's the obvious choice. No, I was saying that um, was my number two. <laughs> yeah, like that's the duh choice. I think you see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, because hmm. I'm also trying to think of guys that are people that are on the shelf, and then you have um the NXT people, and that's what makes it hard is because there's so much NXT talent that's now not being used. I could 100% see someone like Johnny Gargano getting called up, um, especially with his wife being on leave. And I could see them holding off his return until after she has the baby. So that keeps him off TV for a good chunk of time that you kind of forget. And there's no point in having him in NXT. I could see Austin Theory getting called up. 
and breaking up that faction. Um, if they do call up Hit Row, I could see Hit Row getting moved to Raw because you can you can literally use them in a mid card situation. You can use them in a spot main event situation if you want to. But I don't think that they. I think they would try and push top dollar and not Isaiah Swerve Scott because you know how Vince is with small skinny guys. Um, which is why I said mid card. And also it gives you a tag team and it gives you another woman. But I also think that if they did call up hit row, they're not going to call up all four of them. They may call up three. They may call up two. I don't think they're going to call up all four of them because Vince loves breaking up factions. This is true. Uh, Vince definitely does break, love breaking up factions. And I mean, in some cases it works because it worked with Camilla and it worked with Alexa Bliss. So, I mean, you can take that with a grain of salt, but it doesn't always work, especially in terms of the factions that you have down in NXT. I don't think it'll work. Um, uh, I can see them calling up Kushida. Definitely see them calling up Kushida after he just dropped the title. Where you put him? Your guess is as good no as idea. mine, but I'm gonna I'm gonna guess SmackDown because SmackDown's a little more of the I guess the showman show. Like it's a lot more showmanship, so it fits more into what you want from Kushida. But because Kushida's so small, you can kind of still use him in the lower mid card and still, you know, it can still work. I just don't want him to go on Raw because I don't want him in a 24-7 title scene. And that's where he's going to end up if he goes to Raw. Where he would be. Yeah. Um, I want Karrion Cross to get traded to SmackDown. But regardless if he's on Raw or SmackDown, I don't think that um, his his presentation is going to change. So I think it's irrelevant. I think they're probably going to keep him on Raw. Keith Lee, I can see getting moved to SmackDown. Keith Lee, I can definitely see him getting moved. Mainly because I could see them finally pulling the trigger on me and Yim and having me and Yim just be me and Yim, which will also bring a much needed element to the women's division. And it kind of play it can give them a lot of social media attention because having Mia Yim and Shelton Benjamin on the same show while they're getting a lot of traction on Twitter for their relationship and um, that banter that they have will definitely be big. Uh, Let me see. Ah, the big one, Imperium. I could definitely see Imperium going to Raw. Because what's from Imperium right now? Because I think is Wolf is gone, or right? Yes, Alexander Wolf is okay. the only one that got that. Mm-hmm. I got you know. Yeah, Alexander Wolf. I could definitely team. see them. Um, I could see them getting put on Raw just because the numbers make sense with the New Day, and I think that them working together with the New Day and um, setting up Walter to be the next champion could definitely be in the cards. Though I think if you if you call up Imperium, you're going to need a mic for them. I don't know who that person would be, but you're going to need a mic for them. 
that is my only concern with Imperium. Because as much as I like Walter, I don't understand what the hell he says half the time when he's on the mic. Not gonna lie to you. I don't I don't understand. Like I love the whole thick German Nazi thing. Like I, I love it. It's it's really good for a heel. I just don't know what the fuck he's saying half the time. So he's gonna lose most promo battles. Oh, uh, I had somebody in mind and I just forgot them. Well, we we could we could uh, give you a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can give me a minute. Uh, you can come back to me because there's there's <laughs> there's just there's because so, there's so many possibilities because they're not they're because they're revamping NXT. You can kind of just look at like okay, they're gonna ship a lot of the old guard out. Yeah, and here's mm-hmm. one here's one of the ones I was saving is Shayna Baszler moving over to SmackDown. I I got the exact same thing, but like I said, we're gonna we're gonna wait on you. Go ahead, Paul. I'll, I'll I mean, I I get it, but the reason why I don't like it is because I maybe it's just it's my bias. I want Shayna to take the title off Charlotte, and I want her, and I don't see her getting the same kind of traction that she's starting to get after the last two weeks. I don't see her getting that on SmackDown at all because she she has a glass ceiling on SmackDown. On Raw, she really doesn't because the only person really better than her, even character-wise, is Charlotte. And you can kind of do, you can literally just rinse, wash, repeat on what you did in NXT with Shayna and it'll get over. Especially now that now you've had her, they pretty much did with Shayna what they wanted to do with Karrion Cross. And the fans were just like, no, we're not. No, we're not doing this. Like, this is trash. This is garbage. Screw Karrion Cross. We're going to boo him from now on because you made him look like a BDSM porn star. Here, here's my other thing. A, a lot of mine now, a lot of mine goes more into the NXT call-ups because of the change to NXT. Um, a lot of these guys who staying down there will just end up being more to, like, pass the torch. But mm-hmm. they're not really at that point yet. Uh, so, like one like Dexter Loomis, he's not doing much. Most of his stuff is just promos. Like how many <sighs> how many matches has he had so far? Well, again, I think Dexter Loomis's whole shtick. Um, it, he's more of a gimmick than he is a wrestler, which is fine for now because at least he's on TV. I think if you move him. You, you fuck up any momentum that you've had with him and the whole thing he's doing with Indy Hartwell. You screw it up completely. Well, I mean, While you, you also screw up the potential of what that pairing could be down the line because here's a, here's you have a, a potential. You have a lot of potential with that. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you move Gargano and everybody, you're pretty much killing that storyline. Well, again, if you move Gargano, you can literally just do a promo on Twitter saying that, you know, daddy has to go away. Daddy has to move on. I left you with him. Take care of my little girl. Johnny Gargano goes off and you can continue the storyline with Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. Because at the end of the day, Candace isn't going to be there. Candace is, she says she's going to work and so she can't work anymore. She's already, what, three, four, five months pregnant? Yeah, they're not going to take that. She's chance. not going to be there. So the no. only person that's left is, is Austin Creed or Austin Theory Austin anyway. Theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like Austin again, Austin Theory is another guy that makes sense because you can you can literally put him up with the tag team with Gargano. You can call both of them up as a tag team, or you can separate them and put them on different shows. The problem with Austin Theory, again, no character. Yeah. Or you can have him just be in NXT. 
and here's and the thing him. Vin- vince needs to just accept bite the bullet call these guys up from nxt and, and accept that he's not going to have his big meaty minute for like another couple years or so he's not going to accept that and you know that he won't but he needs to bite that bullet because if if not, he's got to release these guys and start from scratch completely with a depleted mm-hmm. roster on all all sides. They're already depleted as it is, so it's like mm-hmm. use them while they're still in the contract or let them go. Um, another one I was looking at is getting Tommaso Ciampa up as well too, along with Johnny Gargano. So both of them. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I get it, but I mean, it's, he just he just won the NXT title. It was it's. Well, how was it, how was it said? Is he's just a placeholder? That's fine, but you have to at least like again. If they're gonna, are they gonna sit there and make the same mistake twice? Where you call up your NXT champion twice, your last two NXT champions, you call them up while they hold the title, is and then don't use them or use them poorly. It's, it's, it's no, I get it, but at the same time, even if it is Vince, Vince also isn't stupid, and he saw the reaction. And he saw the fact that Karrion Cross is getting zero traction. He's getting, no, he's literally getting he nothing. He don't care. He he bought him up with the title, and made him lose. Just people realize the NXT champion don't mean jack on this roster here, because he can lose just like anybody else, and he just did. Yeah, but that was but that was before AEW. That was before AEW just had what they just had. You realize that, right? Everything they're doing now is in reaction to AEW. Oh, I know. Especially, their, especially their factions. Like we're just, like we're just. But talking. that's what I'm saying. He's not going to make the same mistake twice because if he saw, he saw the reaction that they got from for the Jeff Hardy thing, and he saw how many people left to start watching AEW because they lost, they lost a lot of viewers for that. Oh yeah, they lost they're, they're a lot. To, they're going to lose more too. They're going to lose more. I mean, Roderick Strong is a champion, which is fine. I'm okay with that one. Um, but he's also your cruiserweight champion. That's that's the part that kind of sucks. Yeah. My question is, what are they going to do with Pete Dunn? That's the tough one because it's like you don't want to take him away from the faction that you literally just created. But at the same time, that faction kind of have to fall into the NXT plans either. Yeah, it doesn't. The the faction doesn't make sense. No. So it's like you could call all three of them up, but just break up the faction. Yeah. Because they need tag teams as it, as it is too. Well, then also too, you've seen that they've been using Orny, Lark- Orny Lorkin as a squash talent, and they're not going to call up Orny Lorkin. Yeah. But they have enough recruits now that they can use them for, for squash matches while they get the time in, you know? Right. Hey, this is Joe Smith. Next thing you know, like six months later, it's Von Wagner or whatever. You know. Right. So that's that's the tough part. Is that like, you know, Orny Lorkin and the partner that I can never never remember what the hell his name is. Who? Danny Birch. Are, Danny Birch. Yeah, Danny Birch. They're all, and that's the thing. They're both older guys. Like they're mm-hmm. both in their 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 late thirties, early forties. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. It's going to be tough. I mean, I wish they would call both of them up because they would have at least a redo on what they messed up with. Um, what the hell is the name of their um, uh, FTR, their name in WWE? Oh, the Revival. Yes. They get a redo for the Revival. 
which I like, but again, those two guys also work better in a faction. Mm-hmm. Not as a tag team, but in a faction. Now, if you want to call them up and like, I could see them definitely being like henchmen to Baron Corbin or something like that. That would work. But, you know, that's the part that's tough. But yeah, you know, Pete Dunne, my whole issue with Pete Dunne is literally Pete Dunne's had one title. For all he's done, he's had one title. It was a really long reign. Don't get me wrong, it was a hell of a long reign, but it's kind of, it doesn't mean as much now because all of the, all except Tyler Bates um, have had a lengthy as hell run with the UK championship. So it's becoming run of the mill that like, once you win that title, like you're going to hold it for 16 months at least. So it, it doesn't mean as much when you have long reigns. Long reigns like, are good. Well, it's they're just... good if you don't abuse them. Because literally there's been there since you NXT UK came out like damn near five years ago, there's been four champions. Yeah, and that's the thing. Not like, even three, three, three. And I, I can see why you want Walter. Because they just got the fourth. Yeah, right. I can see why you want Walter as a long reigning champion, but man, it's yeah, like, like that 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 hurt. Yeah, that that ring was wild. It was. There were some good matches, though. There were some good matches, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. So, Betty, what else do you have? All right. So I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much done. I'm I'm gonna group uh my number two and my number four together because they kind of sort of go into the same category anyway. Um, as Jay said earlier, I'm swapping Priest and Nakamura. All right, and that doesn't. We're not pulling the same BS that we did at the last draft where. The new day got drafted to Raw, and you know Street Pops got drafted to SmackDown, and they just I gave mean, each other titles. No, that only happened shit. because of the no. fact that it's like you have you the, the problem with that whole thing, and the reason why that had to happen is because you have brand specific tag titles. It's the same title, I know. just a different brand. You I, can't I do that with the I'm US and the Intercontinental title. Well, no, no. Let's put it that you can do that because they're WWE, and I'm putting it. I'm I'm getting that right now. The IC title is going to Raw. The U.S. title is going to SmackDown. I'm doing that for two reasons. One, because I want Damian Priest over on SmackDown as close to Roman Reigns as possible, garnering all of this support, building his character, and becoming that next dude that's going to be the one to take that belt off of him. I want him mm-hmm. over there as soon as mm-hmm. possible. The other mm-hmm. reason... Is because, like I said, I am building a raw mid card that's going to pull that damn show out of the gutter, right? And it's that's the right only way they're going to do it. <laughs> it. It starts right here with this right here. Now, I know damn well the first thing that's going to pop in Jay's mind is we're not splitting up couples. I'm splitting up a fucking couple because we got Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins going to Raw. Mm. Honestly, that's a couple that I'm like, it kind of makes sense because they don't really like even doing stories with each other or acknowledging that they're a couple. The only thing that would make that a problem is who's going to take care of their kid. I mean, they both got money. Um, (laughs) As far as who's going to SmackDown, AJ and Omos, Orton and Riddle, 
as soon as Orton and Riddle drop the uh, the titles to the oh, okay, Riddle, please thank you, please please thank you, thank you. Oh. Like make that like Monday night they drop the titles type thing because <laughs> Randy just doesn't. No, literally, Randy doesn't show up to the show and Riddle takes the pin. And because of the fact that, and the thing is, I think that's where they're going with that story. I believe Matt Riddle is going to be the one that actually turns heel on Orton because of the fact that he's always getting left sense. and out to dry. Um, it would make sense. Now. And I can see him be like, I hear voices in my head, Randy. They made me do it, Randy. <laughs> they made me do it. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it like, wow, I just took two tag teams off of Raw. But then you start thinking about it for a second. I actually took three off and they had way more still because they still had the War Raiders. They still have the New Day, obviously. Garza and Humberto Carrillo just got made into a tag team. And there's a number of other ones over there that you can still fool around with and do stuff, all right? So you got people over there on top of the fact that I got, you know, draft picks coming up and everything like that, all right? But I have those two like that so that you can set up a number of different feuds and things within that mid-card. And the reason why I brought Kevin Owens over is because of the fact that I want him right off the bat to feud with Keith Lee until the end of his contract runs out. Give me every bit of that because if Kevin Owens is leaving, put the two of them together, let them like just completely wreck each other on the mic and in the ring for the rest of this year. That will set up Keith Lee to do whatever the hell you need him to do. If he's going after Big E, he'll be set up for that. If he's going to take out Shinsuke Nakamura and be the Intercontinental Champion for a little while, he's set up for that as well. Right, and you also have foils coming in for Big E with Seth Rollins, and you can put Finn Balor wherever the hell you did. Oh, that's that story with Seth Rollins, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, the story with Seth. I've been thinking, (laughs) I've been thinking, let's 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 throw it. I want to, I want to see that video montage, like that's Mm -hmm. a video montage I want because it's like we fought long before we were famous. Uh huh. I was he's like, yeah, you may be the first, but I beat you. You may yep. have been in the shield, but I still beat you. And mm-hmm. you gonna come over here thinking about it? I still beat you. Yep. Well, like I said, that's that's pretty much my number two or my number. I would four love for a set to, to to restart the shield with different people. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd piss a lot of people off too. <laughs> and I was and the one of the reasons why I decided to move Seth is honestly because. Unless you're turning him face and going to th- put him up there against Roman Reigns, what or give him a faction? On- yeah, what, or give him a faction. Yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 I get it, I get it, I really do. Especially because you teased it and you got right there and you took it away for Edge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, damn. But anyway, like I said, that's two and four. Like I said, I got two more left after that. So y'all can go ahead. Jay, you got anything left? I mean, I got a lot left. It's just I'm trying to think of names because, again, it's so – NXT is such a a weird place right now. It's such a weird situation because, theoretically, I'd love to call up Io Shirai, but then do you vacate those titles? Like, do you just do a complete, like, huh? 
<laughs> no, title. I get it. Like, <laughs> I, I understand it, but I'm like, do you vacate those titles? And if you vacate those titles, like what women, the only women's tag team that was chasing them was Casey and, and, and Kaden. There's no one else really chasing those titles. So I'm like, no. why would you have them loot? Like, and toxic attraction, like that's it. And I know it's too early to put it on toxic attraction. So like, what do you, what, like, what was the point of you having them continue to win strong when it's obvious that EO should move up? And it's obvious to me that like, even though EO Shirai SmackDown is tantalizing, the fact that EO Shirai was the one who pinned what, did she pin Charlotte? Did she pin uh no she pinned no. Rhea. Rhea? She pinned Rhea. But even still, having both of them on the uh the show and then having EO show up knowing that history, that is that is tantalizing. Like you already now have a uh, some kind of built-in rivalries with a lot of the women in the locker room. I was about to say, you know what? I absolutely love how y'all like reading my mind. I mean, even there's even a little snippet of Oscar where like, where does Oscar go? Oh yeah, she, whenever she when comes is, back from injury. When is yeah, yeah. when is Oscar coming back? But you can still the thing is you can still draft her and be like everybody like oh sh- I forgot about Oscar and then oh my god when's Oscar coming and now, you can what, just sit there and just tease it. Did she get shoulder surgery or something? I it's, uh, it, it looks like either a shoulder or an elbow. Yeah, because I'm like thinking because like, it looks like it's shoulder. But I don't want to rule out the elbow because that there's like that 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 um that brace is huge and it's like hugging like the uh, arm. So I'm like, is that her shoulder, or is that because of her elbow? Like, oosh, I gotta look it up. I don't know. But let me see what I got here. Let me see. Let me see. If there's anybody else I think about moving because. Like I thought about switching Priest and Nakamura as well too. Um, I think honestly those two are interchange. Oh, what am I talking about? You still have John Morrison, who you definitely should flip. You should split him up from the mid. So you move either one of those guys to the opposite show, hundred percent. And you literally look at the Miz as a main eventer and bring him back as a main eventer because he works for either guy, either champion. Ready for he this? works for either champion. Ready for this? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> 20, 20... Am- I'm sorry. Could you imagine what Roman Reigns would do to the Miz? <laughs> Wait. Didn't they have a can you imagine what Miz... I think they've they've had a couple of matches, but I mean, can you just imagine what the Miz would do to Roman Reigns on a mic? That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Like that's the thing. Like I always said, the Miz Miz is not a. When it comes to a match, he can't lead you. He's a great partner. He can't Mm -hmm. lead the match. But when it comes to the Roman, Roman can lead the match. Yeah, yeah, and Roman can lead a match. Roman can lead the the hell out of Miz. The Miz and the mic skills. And this not not Roman Reigns, but Joe Anoa Anoa on the mic with the Miz. We're talking like some deep truth. We're talking like some deep cut truth on that one. Yeah, and the thing too, like you like you said, like Roman now can actually lead matches. Like unlike mm-hmm. before, he was having trouble, but now like he they can. can they can put on a banger. Yeah, if if they, if really allowed to, 
they can yeah. put on a banger. And the thing is, he can actually, uh, unlike with the Bobby match, it's like when he fought Bobby, like yeah, Bobby's gonna destroy him. It's just freaking Bobby's gonna destroy him. It's gonna wreck him. But with Roman's like Roman's big, but he's not like like monstrous big like Bobby's. Like it's like I'll eat your kids, you and your kids and shit. Yeah. Roman's like he's just big, so he can he can hang with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so it, and that's the thing. Roman's used to Roman's used to wrestling smaller guys as well as bigger guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby's used to wrestling smaller guys, but when Bobby wrestles bigger guys, he looks out of place because he can't. He can only do the power game. Here's a name: Tony Storm to Raw. I. You know what? I don't like that. Only in the sense that we barely got to see her on SmackDown. But that's like, the thing. She, it's she like, just got called up, and it's like, I know. but here's the thing: it's like, what is? What are they doing? Just, just put her to Raw. Put her on Raw. And then, like, what I the hell are they gonna I do with her on Raw? I want to see. Her, I want to see her and Charlotte go at it. They're not gonna put her in a match with Charlotte. Sure. And that's my thing with SmackDown. At the very least, you can put Tony in a match in a feud with Sasha Banks. You can put her in a feud with Bianca Belair. You don't have to put her immediately against your champion. You can even put her in a, a small little feud like they were supposed to do on 9-11 and have her feud with uh, Liv Morgan. She, she was supposed to be a, in a partnership with Selena Vega because she's supposed to be a heel, apparently, which doesn't make sense, but... You know, um, but also her being on SmackDown with Lena Vega is a, a little bit of why I like um, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. getting drafted to SmackDown, even though they can go to Raw. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a like, even if they lose a title, that's a team they can still kind of feud with. Here's a question. Mia Yim, what do you guys have her at? Staying at staying on Raw or moving her to SmackDown? Uh in my universe, I don't have her on the list, but she's staying on Raw. I think she should stay on Raw because you can't just gut Raw. And that's the thing. A lot of these situations we tend to gut Raw because we know how bad a lot of that talent has been mistreated. But the thing is with SmackDown, there's also a lot of guys at the but the problem is the people that you would move from SmackDown, you like, oh, they would put them in the 24-7 title scene. Oh, they would never even see the women's title scene. You wouldn't even put them in a women's tag team scene. Like that's a part of the pro- that's a part of the problem. Is because yeah. now that you have that 24-7 title and they're defending it as if it's a low card title, which is fine. I don't mind them having Reggie actually wrestle matches. I just hate the stipulation of now everybody's sitting around the wing waiting wait for the end of the match, and then all of a sudden, oh, 24-7 rules back on. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, just make it a lower mid-card thing. And if you're going to do it, like, a guy like Ricochet makes sense. Like, there, there are some – like, a guy like Reggie makes sense there because he can do some things and, and bring eyes to the title – the only issue is is that it's a 24-7 title, so it's kind of campy. And Reggie doesn't actually wrestle. He just does tricks. So, like, do you have him lose to someone who's a little – like, do you have him lose to, like, a John Morrison and have John Morrison carry the title? You know, do you have him lose to uh, – 
Jinder Mahal. Can Jinder Mahal have a title? You know? Like, who do you have to lose it to? That's a, that's the problem with 24-7 title. Like, I loved when they had Mojo do it because Mojo was a perfect kind of talent. You don't have those guys anymore. I mean, you have Drew Gulak at this point, who's probably a great guy because I know he's a great locker room guy, but in terms of character and wrestler, it's not there. Oh, another name. I don't even I think they're on Raw. Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo mm-hmm. to SmackDown. Just to beef up that that actual tag division where like I can look at these two guys and be like, oh yeah, no, they're they're not doing anything. Then them putting two those two guys together and they don't have a name for themselves makes sense. Here's my thing. Should should I'm get, I'm getting to a point. Like, should they just be like, okay, SmackDown is where you're gonna see tag team ta- tag team matches, and Raw is where you see women's matches. But then the men men's singles will still be the same. Like, uh, that's tough. That is tough because, because the way the if, roster if, right now is depleted. It's yeah. like you haven't the you, problem, you barely the, got anything. That the problem with that is though is that now you would have to combine the women's title. And then even though it beefs up the um, the, the, the main event scene for the women's title, it kind of screws... Um, Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it, honestly, if you were to do that, you would have to make a women's mid-card title, and I don't think right. they're ever going to go that route. I mean, again, we're also talking about the knee-jerk reaction thing. Mm-hmm. And the rumor is that AEW is going to drop a, a women's mid-card title soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, that, they've been saying that for a while. No, nah, but I heard, like, it's 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 yeah. greenlit. Last last I heard, they were working on designing the belt. Yeah. Um. So I knew it was coming along because they were making that belt. It, just, it was just at what point were they going to, like, actually do it. Now... As as I mentioned like before with you guys, it seems like now they're going with factions because as we saw that Hurt Business is back together. Um I feel like they're gonna start making more factions too, and they're probably gonna call up made factions as well. And see, that's where it's tough because there are guys that like you missed on heavily. Like the Hurt Business shouldn't have been Cedric and Sheldon, love them, shouldn't have been those guys. It should have been Keith Lee and Ricochet. Honestly. Nah, I, I don't think it should have been Keith Lee. I could I could argue yes for Ricochet, but the thing is you don't want you don't want somebody that is a threat to Bobby because Bobby needs to be the focal point. If you have anybody there that can like overshadow him, you don't want that. So that's why I was saying I, I don't think you want Keith Lee in there. That's why I, I'm okay with Ricochet being in there. I agree with that one. There's not the Keith Lee. The reason why I say that is because, again, the reason why you have a guy like Keith Lee is because then you can have that Randy Orton moment with Evolution. You can have those big blow-ups of, like, where the faction splits. You can have that Nation of Domination type of split. And you can slow burn it because, yeah, I get what you're saying. Bobby's supposed to be the focal point, but that's exactly the reason why you have a Keith Lee there because – the fact with Keith Lee, when he came up, he had so much fanfare that you didn't need to put him in the hurt business. Mm-hmm. Now, 
you need to put him in the hurt business because he's not he's not a they've they've broken him down so much that like you don't really know what Keith Lee you're getting like Bearcat I, I get the homage I get the nod I even get the legal reasons as to why they would add a nickname to him but what does that mean what does that do you just put you know Wolverine claws on a unitard and that's what we're going to do and he's just going to be a big grumpy angry heel that's going to wrestle like a big man no it's not going to work it's not going to get him over. He's not Braun Strowman. He's not huge in terms of height. He's a big man, but he's not a behemoth. He's more of a Mark Henry in terms of build. Here, here's one. You have Mace, but you you they pull Mace and they pull a transformation. They turn him from like being whatever he is, and they clean him up. Yeah, that's that's a perfect that's kind like of guy. A whole, like, you know, I, I was thinking about that earlier. It's just that how much how much in ring experience does Dio Madden actually have by himself? I don't think he has don't much. Know, but that's why. But he's that's like, exactly uh, why you dominant. put him in the her business. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can hide. That's him. that's why you put him there. Like, not only can you hide him, but you have. Four, really four veterans that can help guide him, that can that can bring him along, that can mentor him. Mm-hmm. I got and a that real can get him out of this, you know, goofy kind of thing that he's in. Yeah. I, I got a real dangerous one for you. What's that? It, it, I'm going to be honest with you. If you think about it, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, you're like, wait a minute. If they were to do this, what if they put almost in her business? I've thought about that on so several I. occasions. So I've I. definitely thought about that on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it works though. I, I, I think it work. could work. Mm-hmm. My it's only just, problem, like the, the two, the two issues that the I man have can't speak almost, English. <laughs> no, no, he can speak English. Almost is actually very charismatic, and he articulates very well. The uh, the issues that I have with it is the fact that almost cannot stand on his own as a wrestler. No. And because of the fact that he can't stand on his own as a wrestler, he would legitimately just be put there as a background character mm-hmm. and be muscle for Lashley. The problem is, why the hell does Bobby Lashley need muscle? Mm-hmm. He's his own muscle. Right. Which would put basically put you in the same position of Keith Lee being in the Hurt Business. Now, I like the idea of Keith Lee being in her business, but I would only really like Keith Lee being in her business if there was no NXT. If you're talking about Keith Lee showing up on the main roster with no WWE history whatsoever, that works perfectly. To me, the moment he joins the Hurt business, I'll wait for them to implode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's because you already know who Keith Lee is. Right. Right. And the same thing applies kind of sort of with almost. It's not to the same extent because almost doesn't have the in-ring history. But at the same time, you're looking at it like, all right, well, if you're taking the focal point off of Lashley being the muscle, the headliner of the Hurt Business, like he's still the headliner. But the fact is he has somebody behind him that can literally beat the shit out of everybody else in the freaking faction. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, all right, at what point is almost going to get tired of being the guy that's his back? And you're just waiting for it to boil over. 
See, the, the problem that I have with them investing in a guy like almost is it's not a knock on him, but he's never going to be a singles wrestler. He's never, he's never going to be a singles wrestler. You can't, the, the man can't move. No, like he's, 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 he's one knee injury away from walking kind of like, uh, what's his name? What, um, the, what you mean? One knee injury. He's one back injury, hip injury, like. One bad bump, one br- like, From, like he's the essentially Khali. the great Kali. He that's essentially what he is, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like they made Kali champion, and it was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it's still like a what? It, what the fuck are you guys doing? I don't know. Whose turn is it? <laughs> yours. Yours. I'm doing my it's list. Still yours. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm shooting I'm shooting from the hip because I didn't yeah. I thought we were talking about the NFL draft this whole time until we got on here. <laughs> and, and I was just writing my down. I was completely like, uh, just I'm 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 somewhere else. I, ne- I didn't write <laughs> ones, I didn't write mine down. I just like off the top of my head, I shot it like all right, this this is the moves I would make, but I never put them in order. Like my number right, one so move would have would have been like Alan Fantasma going up to like SmackDown pretty much. That would have been my number one move. Although I, I just, said, to, piggy- I, just I, to piggyback I, off of that real quick. Yeah, I know you have another another woman in Legado right now, but you already mm-hmm. have a setup. Zelina's over there on SmackDown. Fam, fam. I we've been preaching for that for so long, bruh. Like, not even that. I could see <laughs> crazy enough, and I don't know if it'll it probably would never work, but I could see a situation where Bianca Belair joins hit row. And it causes beef between Swerve and and Montez. Here's another one for you. You got Legado Fantasma there, and you keep Mysterious on on, uh, SmackDown. You put him on SmackDown as well. And then, um, little by little, little by little, you get that LWO. And you know who brings it up? The one who loved uh, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie. Baby Mysterio. Because they're already talking about putting him in a mask and turning him heel. I'm like, no, don't mm-hmm. put him in a mask. I, I get it. I know he's Rey Mysterio's son, but please don't put that kid in the mask. Yeah. Because he's never going to be able to stand on his own two feet if you put him no, in a mask. He's not ready. I'm going to be real with you. I don't think there's any point we've already seen his face. No. Exactly. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense. It was like it was just a whole like a whole thing where like, oh, like Mysterio's hiding his face. I'm like, bro, why are you hiding your face for? All I gotta do is go back to w, WCW back in the early 2000s. And you're wrestling without a mask for a long Not time. Not even that. When when Andrade used to come out with a mask and then take it off, I was like, I don't get it. When he's supposed to be like the king of the Latinos, but he's saying F Lucha Libre by taking no, off his mask. His, like, no, I no, never no. understood that. His, 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 he's basing his character. If you look at his character, he's basing his character off of the Black Mask character from um, DC Comics. From Batman. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about when he was in WWE. I'm not talking about now. Oh, that... Um, I think it was more paid like, hey, I'm from Lucha Lucha Libre, and this is who I am now. So it's like kind of just like doing that. Because the thing is like, well, the thing is because they they have him, they had him on mask because he lost the match. So it's like, hey, mm-hmm. this is me. Remember me? Yeah, this is me now. Uh, That's uh, all it was. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Anyway, it's time. I'm, I'm about to. Uh... To, to hit even ooh, Naomi joining Hit Row because everybody's talking about the bloodline. But what if Naomi? What if Hit Row were to get called up to SmackDown and Naomi joins Hit Row? 
and then swerve in order to try to come at the bloodline and put her in the middle of it. Oh, wait, I got a better one. What if Naomi and Bianca join Hit Row both together? So it almost forces the bloodline and Street Profits to work together. Oh, that would be that'd be uncomfortable for everybody. Like you have you have like a no, like not even you just have a three way like they're both going after Hit Row, but they, they don't like each other as, as it is. So it's like, no, screw that. I'm not yeah. working with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like a but triple then I, I could also see it be a situation where like Roman Reigns is like, I'm not touching that. I'm not getting involved. You y'all handle that because mm-hmm. this is this is beneath me. Yeah, which like you, which, which you handle your woman, which works. Yeah, you handle your woman. And then Brock Lesnar is still around, so you still got the same uh, thing with Paul Heyman going on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you <laughs> just have you have Roman Reigns like what the. F- it's going on right now. Yeah. Like y'all need and, to handle y'all right now because this and, is getting ridiculous. And that's and that's how you can keep the Uso storyline busy out of Roman Reigns. And he'd be mm-hmm. like, what the hell? You, you think then at one point you could be like Roman could be like, you know what? I need you guys back. I'm gonna I'm deal with this. I'm gonna go deal with this. And then that kind of it depends because you can also use that to make swerve a, a, a mega star. You can oh, make yeah. Swerve a megastar out of that, but it's like, do you want... If they're not going to push Ricochet, they're damn sure not going to push Swerve. I don't know, because Swerve is a little... Not that much, but he's a little bigger than, than Rico. Rico. He's taller than Rico. He, That's he's, it. No, his build is just a little bit... Not much. No, he's bit. he's small. He's definitely, like, I've seen pictures. Okay. He's smaller than Rico. Oh, really? Like, I, th- I thought he was just a little bit. Rico's got him by, by maybe seven or eight pounds of pure muscle because swerve isn't swerve isn't debo swerve's built like me like he's slender he's just cut up mm. rico is built like rico lives in the gym bro yeah, yeah so does. like like I mean, that's what i'm saying like, it, wife, i mean <sighs> but i mean come on now casey weighs like what like two 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 whole gallons of milk <laughs> yeah something like that casey's like a buck oh five buck ten maybe and that's soaking wet Soaking wet. Yeah. When nickels so, in her pockets. Yeah. I don't even know if they're still together because I don't even see them post together. They are. I'm like, mm. they are. They look they low-key post you have to like I, I saw follow you gotta uh, you gotta you gotta follow the you gotta follow the breadcrumbs. Okay. Yeah, you gotta follow the breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like I said, yeah, my, my number three right here. All right. We're about to shake up this women's division. All right, all right. thank God. Because we got we got heavy hitters over there on SmackDown. You have three of the four horsewomen when when Bailey comes back. There's <laughs> one horsewoman over on Raw that is Charlotte, mm-hmm. and I want mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler as far away from Charlotte Flair as possible. I get it. I understand. I, I, I'm, I am scared to death that they're going to do the exact same thing that they did to Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have her job out to Charlotte for God knows why. So yeah. I am sending... Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax over to SmackDown. Oh, why are you putting them together? I'm not. I'm not. They're going over there as they are right now. They're separate, and uh, Shayna can kind. Of, Shayna and Nia can kind of sort of continue whatever feud that they got going on over on SmackDown until Shayna mm-hmm. finally, you know, vanquishes her and Nia goes off mm-hmm. to do whatever the hell else she was going to do. The hell that could be your bloodline person, if for the women. Mm-hmm. Um. As far as I'd still thing, say Dakota Kai would probably be a better choice, but proceed. The other thing is um Shayna Baszler owes somebody over on SmackDown. Um the women's champion. 
she owes her a receipt, yeah. a big one. Yeah, yeah. So we, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that that you got a built-in story right there. Now, mm-hmm. this is the reason why I'm doing that because SmackDown right now in my little universe is incredibly top-heavy. Like mm-hmm. I said, you got Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey. You have Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax all over there. Right? Because you have all of those heavy hitters, including Naomi. As I'm sorry, I forgot about her. Right? Because you have all of those heavy hitters over there, I'm moving a bunch of people out of that women's locker room. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Tony Storm, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, and Liv Morgan, sending them all over to Raw. Golly. He just got called over there. He took that whole I'm squad taking, out. That would that I'm, would hurt Liv so bad, man. I'm taking them all over this simply because of the fact that if you look at the way that I have them constructed, Raw at this point in time is literally all mid-card and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Meaning that mid-card is going to need to have a star come out of it. Mm-hmm. So now you have the opportunity with all of these people right here to create yourself. As a matter of fact, not even opportunity. You are now forced to create a new star to come out of there. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I got call-ups coming up too. Oh, yeah. Side note on the call-ups. Somebody that I just kind of scrolled through Twitter and it just hit me that no one talked about him. Happy Corbin to Raw. Fuck him. <laughs> nah, but he's he's literally the the perfect foil to either Drew McIntyre or Big E coming out of that feud. To a point, I, I I would I would agree with that, especially in what I'm about to do with mine. I'm just like, I, I need another heavy hitter over on SmackDown, and that's that's mm-hmm. technically him. So I'm just going to leave okay. him over there in my, in my little world. All right. But that, like I said, that's, that's the majority of the regular, just straight up main roster moves that I got. My last thing is going to be NXT stuff. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, screw it. Let's finish this off right now. All right. So my call-ups from NXT to Raw, Io Shirai, so you just going just gonna break up them titles? Just you're goddamn right. Those tight those okay. titles mean nothing. There's no reason for them to be around, right? <laughs> no, they screwed that mess up yes, when they, they had them. It would they had the, the the WWE Women's Tag Titles down there, and they didn't make the move to just pull them off. Uh, I forgot who it was that had them or whatever at the time, but they screwed that mess mm. up. It was, it was Nia and uh, Nia and and Shayna. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that was absolutely. It was terrible. supposed to be on like Raquel and 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 Dakota Kai. I think. And Dakota, because they're the ones that won. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, so <laughs> EO, EO to EO to Raw, as well mm-hmm. as from NXT UK, Walter and Jordan Devlin. Oh, the Jordan Devlin one. That one. That yeah. one is. That one is interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting. I forgot yeah. about Jordan Devlin. I, I he did I say, say he would be back. He I did say, say that for back. a couple of reasons. You got Finn Bauer over on Raw. You got Seth Rollins over on Raw. Could you imagine the battles 
for the Intercontinental Championship? I mean, sure, if you let him. You, you got to let him. I know. Here's the other thing. You got Walter on Raw. You got Drew McIntyre on Raw. And you got Sheamus on Raw. So you just have Sim- to slap yeah. titties, huh? Big, yeah. meaty men slapping meat. Sheamus will join him mm-hmm. sooner later, though. Yeah. Yeah, he just had surgery for his back. No, no, no. Yeah, well, he had, yeah. He had major surgery. Same thing yeah. with uh, Alexa Bliss. She just has surgery in her nose, or she's going. To. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, as far as going to SmackDown, I have Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. Pete Dunne, mm. and my man Kyle O'Reilly. All going I to SmackDown. About, I forgot about KOR. That's pretty That's much the, I, I, the reason why I never called him up is because I don't even know what he is and I wouldn't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. Because, I, again, I love him as a wrestler. I love him. But you taking him away from the Intercontinental title and putting him in the U.S. title picture puts him against Priest. And I can't believe, as good as Priest is, I can't look at that matchup and say, hmm, Kyle O'Reilly could definitely be Damian Priest. No, no, no. It's not believable for me. One one of the reasons why I set up Damian Priest and Shinsuke go um swap in places is because the other thought that immediately went in my head is how about we move Apollo over to Raw? And that immediately went out of my head because I'm like, I don't want Apollo anywhere near Big E whatsoever. Nope. I'm, no, nope. no, we don't need any more of that ever. Nigerian <laughs> drum matches don't want that. Nope. I, I'm, I'm, I, was, was enough. I, was, I was completely done with that. So if Apollo is going to stay over there, then you got to move the title, right? Put the title over there on SmackDown. So now you have the opportunity. Let's say you can have Apollo against Kyle O'Reilly. You can have Kyle O'Reilly going up against um, – I had the name in my head, and I completely forgot who I was going to talk about. Scratch all that. Sami Zayn is still on SmackDown. Yes, he is. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly and Sa- – Sami Zayn is a United States champion. Oh my lord! The one I mercy. Christ. It just popped back into my head. Chad Gable versus Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> that is great and all, but I just I I feel like if you move up Kyle, unfortunately, they're gonna stick him in the tag division. I'm pretty sure they are. Which I mean, would just break point, my heart because he did. They did so much great work to establish him as a credible individual star just to shoot him in the foot and like pair him with like Johnny Gargano or something in the tag division. Just, ugh. 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 Yeah, no, I'm like, mm. it's, it's, yeah. it's a definite possibility. What was that? What else you got, Benny? Pardon me for I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but it's like, ugh, Kyle O'Reilly getting moved up to anywhere where he could get put into a tag team makes my stomach turn. Yeah, I I was I was trying to remember exactly the makeup of this team, but it 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 doesn't work anymore. Especially because like you just released uh Bobby Fish. Fish. Bobby Fish. And that's where I was going. You just released Bobby Fish, you just released Adam Cole, who both are actually going to be on AEW because Bobby Fish is yeah. challenging for the TNT title. FYI. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, heard about it earlier. Mm, I like that. The, mm. Like I said, the thought that had mm. popped into my mind was like, if you're going to relegate Kyle Riley to the uh, to the tag division, why not reform Ray Dragon? If you're even if you're not going to call him that, but the thing I, I was like, I couldn't is, remember okay. what other member was, and I was thinking Roderick Strong, but it's not him. It was Bobby Fish. Uh-huh. So. Hell, like I said, I, I don't know what are they doing aside from you know having him run the uh the cruiserweight title. How long does Diamond Mine have in NXT 2.0 until they can establish a star out of there to have someone else take it off of him? <laughs> Who freaking knows right now? Yeah, because mm-hmm. at 205 Live, they got people over 205 wrestling in that one. So oh, yeah, no, they got women, they got it's just an extra show now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just need to rebrand that thing. And might as well. It's just there's no need. There's no need. All right, but anyway, I said that that's my setup right there. Whatever. Yeah, and then there's some good moves and there's some good matches that, that come out of that one and some good storylines if they do it right. Um that they can drag on into a couple pay-per-views, maybe even to the War of Bumble leading into Mania. It's just a matter of Vince taking his head out of his ass though. Yeah, but also now you're also doing a lot to screw up war games. That's all I'm saying. And war games is in November. Yeah, and I think this I think the moving of the date was a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Again, because I think part. I think had you had you done this after war games, would have been great. Would have been incredible. You can you can you, you can call up both uh Legali Fantasma and Hit Row. After mm-hmm. they did their work, put them match. on different shows. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you move either one of those guys, it's either one of those teams, and it's like, what do you what do you do? For, what why have you been building these two teams going after each other? And then on top of that, Swerve has a title, so it's like you're not only taking probably multiple titles off of the show, but now you're a situation where it's like. NXT 2.0 already has people feeling like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's because it kind of sort of doesn't at the moment. And here's the thing, here's I mean, the thing it too. doesn't, but it's also, it's like, if even if it's a developmental brand, you want the titles to mean something. Yeah, but here's the thing, too. If Hit Row gets called up, right, it's like, okay, and then like, oh, Isaiah's first got to defend his title. Well, he's going to lose it because he's got called up. You know it's going right. to happen. You kind of it should be one of those situations like what they did with Asuka, where they should when they call a guy up when they still have a title, they should just vacate it. Yeah. And just vacate it to a point where there's no storyline, there's no like if they would have just vacated Karrion Cross's thing, and it's like, well, he just came back and they vacated. So what? They vacated it. It's done. We're starting over. He could be like, 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 I I clean, I clean house here. I got nobody else to fight. So I don't know. I don't even want, I don't want to hear nothing from him. I don't want to hear a promo. I don't want to hear nothing. I just want them to say it's vacated. It's done. Bye. Move on. Mm. Because I'd rather that where you're just going to cut ties completely than to have them try to do a storyline reason why this happened. Mm. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, and at this point too, we also, I'm thinking about it. We also don't know how long Joe is out because again, Samoa Joe is still coming into play here, even though it's a situation where he he literally said he's like, I feel bad for whoever the next NXT champion is. And I don't think he's gonna come back to attack Tommaso Ciampa. I think it's gonna be one of these new kids. It's gonna be that Brett Baker guy or Brian Brecker. Oh, whatever. Ron his Breaker. Name is. There you go. That's Ron his name. Ron. 
it it literally sounds like something you put in a randomizer on 2k22 and that's the name that came out you're like that's that's why i made it up watch you buy 2k22 as a randomizer name comes out Braun breaker Mm -hmm. like oh that's what i came out with the name Why'd you be in it? Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. I think it's another reason why I think the game is delayed is because they have to completely redo the rosters. Yeah. Yep. And that's what's going to that's what's gonna hurt the game, though, because they have fact they have to completely redo the rosters. Nobody's going to – because not everybody's going to make it in. Yeah, because they got to they gotta scan some of these new people in there and take some of the old ones out, and there's going to be updates off the rip. First first five days will be like an update of the roster already. I can see it. Yep. I wonder if they ever got uh, that whole licensing thing out of the way where Randy Orton and his tattoo artist. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I thank God they don't have to do it with Braun Strowman anymore, where they literally have the Superman, like, they have the outline, but they can't put the S in there. Uh-huh. Because of like issues with DC, so it just looks like a giant diamond, mm-hmm. and it looks so stupid. Yeah, like the fact funny. that you you literally couldn't get Roman Reigns's tattoos. Like they would put them in the game, but you couldn't get them. It w- it would be mm-hmm. funny if they actually put like a giant B there instead of the <laughs> S. <for Superman. laughs> That's what they should have done. I'm like I hate licensing. I honestly do. We're going a little off track, but here's here's another one. I think uh, Jay, you brought this up. So Marvel's getting sued by the families. Oh my god, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's get back to wrestling because I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so done with that. But on the plus side, Scarlett Johansson, the issue is resolved. They made peace. You get how money? the The word is there is no exact number, but it's in the tens of millions. Good. Now, when you say peace. Is there a possibility of her coming back if they need her to come back? Is per that- the statement from both parties, that's what it sounds like. Okay. That's what I But figured. it definitely won't be in a in a major capacity. Like it's not gonna be in a situation where she gets reintroduced and she's a, a constant figure. Like it'll be you'll see her in spots, maybe. Like they could definitely call her and she'll pop up somewhere. For something, or they'll they'll use her in like a flashback or something. Mm. It's not gonna be that you're gonna get Natasha Romanoff back full time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, everybody, I guess that's uh, any last thoughts we got over here, guys, on this draft before we end the show. Um, again, with I think the thing that hurt them the most is what they did to NXT with this rebrand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, especially because it is so divisive and I'm definitely on the side of the people where I hate the new look, I hate the new vibe, I hate the new, I just don't like it because NXT was definitely, it went from, it basically went from what I saw with my generation being like the last generation of like alternative rock, Green Day, you know, Linkin Park, that whole thing to the Little Nas X generation. We're like, it's not a knock on the artist or whatever. It's just the whole thing is so different that it just excommunicates any fans that really, really spent the time and years buying into 
a lot of the the vibe in the wrestler and it had like nxt had like that cool punk rock indie feel to it where it was like you know this is where all the kids came when they didn't want to go to the major like you know festivals they went to like the basement grunge and they just jammed out on like dirty guitars and shit cbgb and yeah where you know everyone didn't really have to wear deodorant you just kind of did it for like the love of wrestling now it's like oh no we're gonna bring it to like this new club we're gonna add edm we're gonna add strobe lights and colors and then we're like ah no stop 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 like i look at nxc now and i'm like stop you introduce like seven or eight new people randomly. And the funny thing is, is it's done wonders for their mid-card. Their mid-card in their women's division, I love what they're doing. But the main event was like all these Vaughn Wagner, Braun Breaker. Bitch, what? Who, who are you? What? What? Are, what? No, stop. And then I'm, everyone's like new gear is mad colorful and patterny and shit like how do you even have the the nxt rebrand and their title still looks the same like the title is still the black and gold brand when you're not the black and gold brand but wait hold on i'm sure they're gonna have a new one soon don't 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 give them any ideas no they're coming it's gonna happen you know what's gonna happen you know they're gonna get like the white strap and it's gonna be like tie-dye colored it's gonna it's literally like going from cactus jack to do love i i, they I think what's gonna happen is like people are go ahead buddy people have have been comparing the new nxt to a unicorn throwing up or a skittles factory mm-hmm. blown up. that's oh, what yeah. it looks like oh yeah like, that's oh, yeah. what it looks like and i hate I'm it i'm telling you it's gonna be like it. a, it's gonna be like, Jay said, like a white strap and i think on in the, on the on the metal piece it's like nxt yeah, it's gonna have like a colorful background on the back or is this yeah it, it looks I, I like as if, as if xavier woods like won the nxt title and they had like a, a new day title like that's what it's going to look like i wouldn't be surprised if they go the route of having the white strap with that explosion of color all over the white strap yeah yeah i can see it but like again they can't you really use gold because it's always going to be compared to the black and gold brand they can't really use gold anymore so it's like what do you make the title silver now like what do you do you, you make it bronze yeah that's what i'm saying gold. you have to use gold but then it's like because the nxt symbol looks so different how do you distinguish it from the black and gold brand this is the goddamn like, that, title i don't but, want that's to- what i'm saying like that <laughs> even, like when the NXT title went from the old, like cartoonish, almost like you know, kid replica title with the big hacks on it though. to that, when I they went to that, I'm like, okay, that really legitimizes the title. Now that you oh, yeah. you're probably gonna have to change it. It's like you may even just get that title with like the strap that's like white with like you said, like the random colors on it. Mm-hmm. But then it like it doesn't look like a world title. It just mm-hmm. it doesn't. No. It looks like a mid card title. It looks worse than a mid-card title. Mm-hmm. I was trying and to be that, nice, a, man. Come on. No, I'm not being nice I'm, about I'm it trying like, to be really nice for once in a while with this. You I'm trying to be really nice. ruined a good thing. This is called the heel heat for a reason. You, really, said, you ruined remember, a good thing. Paul, you probably remember this. Do you remember when the Ultimate Warrior won the WWF title? Oh, yeah. Changed the strap, and it was like powder blue. 
Oh, it was yeah, different colors. I saw those titles. It actually, those it's, it was, it was, it also happened with uh, Rick Rude, like a light, a powder blue. It was a pink. It was a white. It was. Didn't somebody have like a yellow. It was a something? yellow as well. I think Kurt. I think Kurt Henning had that. It was a bunch of different colors. I forgot the reason behind. I'm like, there was a reason behind. It. I just can't remember what it was. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I'm 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 so afraid of what they're gonna do to this thing. <laughs> oh my god, I I'm I'm preparing myself for the worst. And like, I hear a lot of people talking about like, oh well, you guys heard about it and already was like, you know, you guys convinced yourself that you were gonna hate it. I'm like, here's the thing: when you already have an established brand and it's not failing and you fix it with rainbow colors because, ooh, I don't know, your competition's main gimmick for dynamite was the whole rainbow pop of color thing. You look sus. And it's like, yeah. you, you're you bringing in younger talent. I get it. But the whole point of NXT and the reason why it worked, before you decided to panic, the reason why it worked was because of the fact that you had a group of talent that you had built up over an extended period of time that has had done everything that they could do for this brand. And you had, you've seen them grow, you've seen them mature and they got to a place where you're like, okay, they're at the top of their game, whether they're at the top of, of the title picture or they're just one of the more established stars. You had them and then you had them go out in the way that they were supposed to do in wrestling couples where you go out on your back, pushing up, you know, the next big star. And then you moved on and essentially let those guys build on the characters that they had. Like it worked with Kevin Owens. It worked with Sami Zayn. It worked with Drew McIntyre when it, when he came back, it worked with Andrade to a degree. They just didn't push Andrade once he got there, but it's worked. It worked with Seth Rollins. Well, no, it didn't. Cause they completely changed Seth Rollins. It worked with Big E. It took him a while to get his footing, but it's because he didn't get pushed. And because essentially you, you, you just didn't let him talk. But it worked with Finn Balor. It worked with Samoa Joe. Like it, just, it worked with all of your top guys. It would have worked with Adam Cole had you moved him up earlier. Had you, you moved him up this- Adam Cole. Yeah, and you moved Undisputed Era up. It's Undisputed Era. Like, don't get me wrong. I love what they did with Kyle O'Reilly. I love that Kyle O'Reilly got his own little solo run. And the work he did with Adam Cole was amazing. That being said, after his – it's the same thing that they did with Keith Lee the, the year previous. When Keith Lee was at the height of his buzz, after that Survivor Series, there is no reason to me that you can say that Keith Lee shouldn't have lost the NST title in December – and Ben, his call-up should have happened at the Royal Rumble. Because even if he didn't win, you won, you shouldn't have put him in that spot with Brock Lesnar. That was moronic. The fact that you even had Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble match was terrible booking. I get it. You set up him and Drew. Cool. There are a million other ways you could have done that. You could have still had Drew win. You could have had Drew eliminate freaking Keith Lee so that you have that built in. But it's the same thing even with Rhea Ripley. Those two were hot. That's when you call them up. You don't wait 
to for them to completely cool down, go cold, and then call them up and be like, well, we don't know what to do with them because the fans aren't behind them. What? Are you dumb? Same thing with Adam Cole. You had him beat your absolute top-of-the-card guys clean, and then you didn't call him up. You had him show up on SmackDown and beat Daniel Bryan. Like I said, you had your two. You he beat he didn't he beat Seth Rollins? I don't remember if he actually beat Seth Rollins or not. But I know he beat Daniel Bryan. I know he beat Daniel Bryan. Real quick, going and back. You don't to that. have them, and you and you don't have them get called up. I mean, again. The problem, too, is that WWE has had this long run of heel champions. Because literally when Drew, when Drew won the title, right? And I'm, I get it. You didn't want to do it in the, the um, what's it called? The Thunderdome era, right? Because you wouldn't get the crowd reaction. I understand it, right? But it's even a situation now... And that, that I think the pandemic kind of screwed that up because I think you could have literally brought the Undisputed Era up the same way you brought them up in NXT, like verbatim. You have Drew stand tall, you have Drew win the title, he's all happy-go-lucky, and then he gets jumped by the Undisputed Era. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And as soon as their music hits, or as soon as they show up and you see Adam Cole and you see those type of old school type of muggings. And then you finally get the match between Drew McIntyre and Adam Cole. The one match that we legitimately never got. If you never, that attack never got paid off. Doesn't make sense. But no, now they went, like, they went from doing that to, oh, we have too many people on our roster. I don't know, man. Paul, what would you about to say? All right. So, in regards to the IC title, it changed colors eight times. Oh. Apparently, that was something you could you could do if you wanted. You, it was like there was it was not it was not set to just be in black. So when Shawn Michaels had it in two of his runs, he had it in powder blue and uh, white variations. Ugh. When Goldas had it, he had it like at a as a gold strap to match. That's actually that made cool. sense. And it made sense. Yeah, Powder I mean, it's, what, the, what are you it's doing, Dustin Sean? Rhodes, bro? Dustin, the, the the Rhodes family knows what they're doing, man. That legacy, they know what they're doing. True. I'm just saying. No, um, no, I'm I'm like specifically talking about the winged eagle, though. I specifically remember that belt mm. not having a black strap for a time. The winged eagle? I don't remember. And I literally that. remember hating it. Maybe well, it's in video it. games, so I know it happened. It's in all the games, so I know it happened. The, the winged, winged eagle? eagle literally is 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 around the time I was born. That was the title that was there. So I'm not familiar that much with the winged eagle. I my upbringing was definitely the the next iteration of it, where it was more of a circle. You mean the greatest belt ever? Yeah. Yes, that one. That was the title <laughs> I grew up with. So I remember the winged eagle. I don't, I don't care what anybody straps. says. That is the best damn title WWE has ever come up with. Specifically WWE, because I think the best looking title of all time is Big Gold. 
but that is definitely a close second. Big Goldie's my favorite. I'll always say that. Wayne Deagle's my second favorite. No, the 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 circular one for me is my second favorite. The winged eagle looks cool on certain guys. It looks corny on others because it is so small. Like it's not. Yeah, it, I like the fact that when they when they made it a little bigger and they made it more circular, it fit the bigger guy. Like it fit the the heavyweight kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the other things that um, and I think Brian Zane brought this up before too when he was talking when he was doing his title comparisons and things like that. One of the reasons why the Winged Eagle changed is because that was right around the time that they started feuding with WCW, and WCW's mm-hmm. title was just so much bigger than theirs, so that they decided to make Big Eagle out of you know at their main title rather than having the Winged Eagle continue. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, guys. Anything else to any final thoughts before we end this show? I just hope. And I know they are going to screw it up. I just something I screwed up that bad to where it's unwatchable because it's barely watchable now. Like I went from you, you guys can go back and look at it. I went from being like, I don't even watch main roster shows. I just watch NXT because I love it so much to like haven't watched the NXT show since literally when they announced they were doing the reboot. I haven't watched I since the week before that, where it was the old NXT. I haven't watched it since because nothing. I barely watched any of the weekly shows. Thank God for social media because that's the only way I'm able to talk about it. But like yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised when it, they added it. Is, it is Lopez. unwatchable. Yeah, he just found out about that, which is crazy because Electro's been around for a, for a little minute now. Mm-hmm. But it is so just, I hope it makes it watchable. I hope it it makes it interesting. Like, I've been watching Raw a little bit recently, and it's gotten better. It's not great, but it's gotten better. Yeah. Benny, final thoughts? Uh, nothing really. I was about to say something really messed up, but no. Nah. <laughs> my my final thoughts are um, just watching this draft and see where they're going, and see what knee jerk reactions are done. And the the one I want to pay attention to is, um, are they going to play any favorites? And I mean, like in regards to <clears throat> Fox over. Over NBC, yeah, that, that's the biggest that's thing. The one. That, that's the that one that is watch. the because they pissed off both parties, like royally pissed off both parties. They've been pissing off both parties the entire time. No, no but I heard got, it. It's, it's gotten it's, worse. It's bad. It's it is. Worse. It is bad right now. I, 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 somebody, I've heard somebody say that Fox can't wait till the deal's over because they're just they just had it. How long is the deal? Oh, five I forgot. Was it five years? It five years? It's only five, five years. years. What is it? Five years, five hundred billion or something like that, or five hundred million or something? Like it was a five huge years. number. It's five years for just over a billion, because I think it's two hundred two, two two hundred two million a year, something like yeah. that. Yeah, two hundred five million per year. It's yeah, it like I'm telling you, it feels like it feels like signing Ben Simmons to a long term deal. So they Not got like that. three more years for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even want to advertise it on Peacock, but it's like, they have to somehow make that money back. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of the problem is that they're, they're not going to make the money back. They're the not. funny thing about it is, and here's my question. What the hell does NBC air on Saturday? Oh, no, on Saturday, on Friday. Does anybody know? Just TV shows. 
That's all I can think of. No, I mean, but again. Hold hold, hold, hold. <clears throat> I'm going to try to make sure I get right up into the camera for this one. Put SmackDown on NBC. It solves all your fucking problems. NBC Friday lineup. I mean, you could have you can have a show play either before or after SmackDown to get those viewers to stay watching the channel, depending on Bruh, the show on the have. real. The only saying. thing, the only thing that I could say that would maybe, maybe prevent them from doing that is Law and Order. No, I think it's the. I think it's well, the. Remember, on, on USA Network, uh, Law and Order plays before Raw comes on. Mm-hmm. Even no, but we're talking like reruns. Law and Order still on. Oh, oh, bro. See, they they just introduced a new show that they just put in the eight o'clock slot. What, and Maria? then date. Yeah, they could definitely move that though. But whatever. Uh, started watching it. I'm I'm intrigued. They'll don't really understand it. it yet, but they'll cancel. Yeah, it no, they're definitely going to cancel this yeah. after one season. Mm-hmm. They'll cancel it by mid-season, but then at nine o'clock, it's Dateline for two hours, and then the news. Yeah, Dateline. Whatever. And then before that, it's Access Hollywood. So literally, they're not playing anything that they can't move around. But I mean, if they if they do that, then they would have to buy out the deal from Fox, and I don't think NBC is going to pay Fox that much money. Or just wait for the shit to end. But even if I'm NBC, like I don't even the way WWE just doesn't care, and the like, it's it's a tarnished business relationship. That's the problem. You're literally you don't like the way the way they do business. Here's how this craziness. I don't remember where SmackDown was. I believe it was on USA, and uh, they took SmackDown and put it on on Fox. No, Fox, yeah, it was on Sci. I went to Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi, yeah, it was Sci-Fi, sci-fi for a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here's here's the thing. Because nobody wanted to buy it. USA is under NBC Universal. Mm-hmm. Right. Peacock is NBC. Mm-hmm. So you have the majority of your program running through NBC anyway. The only thing that's like sticking out like a sore thumb on this one is SmackDown because it's on Fox. Now, if they want to give you a Fox-like deal to air your programming on NBC so you don't have to worry about, oh, we can't get these stars on our thing, right, on our, you know, our channel, or Hell in a Cell is coming up, and, you know, SmackDown got their Hell in a Cell match, so we want one on on Raw now. You don't have to do all that nonsense. There's no reason for that. Just put it on NBC. I don't think NBC wants to, <sighs> wants to deal with it, having both shows. I think I don't I think, think so either. And I, you have to remember too, the Fox move was for Fox Sports because they want to be taken seriously as yeah. more than than just entertainment. They wanted and, the sports feel to it, and that's they, why SmackDown got all and, the pomp and circumstance. Yeah, and they were finding a replacement because they had lost UFC, and they were trying to refill mm-hmm. that spot. The other thing mm-hmm. too is you have to remember, USA did WWE a favor by pulling SmackDown onto their their show onto their networks. 
They didn't have to. They did him a favor. And they pulled him over. And after that, they were just like, we're not paying for both shows. We're, we're paying for Raw. Yeah. But the way things are now, I, I, I wonder if uh, Vince will go back and like, hey, I'll give you a deal just to add SmackDown in there and whatever. Well, at, yeah, we'll but I mean, I, they would have to give money. They were good. They would have to give money back at this point because remember, NBC and Fox paid for that. I don't know. I'm talking about like when the, when the, when Fox deal is over. But that's what I'm saying. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pay as much because it's like now you're gonna. You want you want me to put this on Peacock. You want me to put this on my network. You're gonna have to give me a little now because or, no one's gonna uh, want SmackDown. My my thing is. What's one of the things that, or one of these buzzwords that companies like to use? Exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You start airing WWE or you start saying NBC, the exclusive home of World Wrestling Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that, you know, month revenue and still viewership wise, they are still number one the number one professional wrestling company in the United States or in the world. And you can put on NBC I mean, Sports. It's, it's a great marketing ploy. I'm not going to say that the marketing isn't there. I'm saying as if I'm looking at, if I'm a top brass at NBC, right? I know my people can spin it. I know I can make it work. But do I want to deal with Vince McMahon and Kevin Pritchard and those guys knowing what kind of business I've already done with them? I like the type of shenanigans. Started Bruce Prisser in the one person. (laughs) (laughs) Same level of stupid. Like I said, same (laughs) stupid, same person. And you can quote me on that. It's just different hairstyle. Yeah, it's it's a different shade of white. So same stupid, (laughs) same person. But again. If I was NBC and I looked at at the beginning of the deal, you knew that you were going to be dealing with Hunter going forward after Vince McMahon relinquished the company. I'm fine with with putting an early investment in because I know what I'm going to get down the road, looking at the, the product in general. Now I'm dealing with Kevin Pritchard, Tony Khan, not Tony Khan, Nick Khan, Vince probably never wanting to retire. For me, the dollars don't make sense. Well, like I, I'd run the risk of, of creating my own shows than to deal with the type of tomfoolery that you've seen from all of these old men who literally make just as much stupid decisions as Congress does. You know, you know, so, like, I don't. Here's the thing. If they can if they can somehow link like it's like, OK, we'll give you a minimum of like, say, 100 million per year. And at that point, it depends if you hit certain viewership marks. We'll raise you. We'll give you bonuses for that. See, you, you're, you hit- you're still operating under the fact that NBC has to negotiate and that NBC doesn't have all the leverage in the world right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're NBC said that to under them the, because But I'm of, saying, why uh-huh. is NBC giving them $100 million? I'm not giving you jack shit. Oh, no, they have to you're giving me money. No, they no, no. They have, NBC has to pay. For it, but I'm saying they're they're they're, they're giving, giving them a hundred million. No, <laughs> per year. Sure. And it was just like if you want more, giving them a hundred million. You got to hit these marks because of the fact AEW Man. is is their their viewership is going up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to go. They, they they what what do they have? Three shows now. The third one hasn't been officially 
said yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a rumor that one of the shows was going to go to TBS, but that was squashed. They're like, no, they're both both the same on TNT. But I won't okay, be surprised well, if, a, if a third one comes up and ends up in TBS because I heard TBS wants a see, show. TBS wants a show. No, TBS. So, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They want a show. So, I mean, I'm looking at it from the sense of, like, you're not worth nearly what you were at the beginning of our deal. If anything, you've lost me money in the last five years. So I was paying you, what, $205 million a year? I start you off at 75 $65 million um, maybe? They are... I and just... Say, li- I, I can't remember exactly what it is. I know NBC is technically paying more than Fox, but because of the fact that Fox has shorter programming... They end mm-hmm. up, they end up averaging paying more. Mm. NBC See, so and, and that's my biggest thing. It's like, did I would I probably I probably could be wrong because I could it could be that they're you know, NBC is making money off of this. I just don't see how with the way the ratings are. I don't I, see how they're making money. I I have no idea. Honestly, it made the Peacock thing maybe you know, offsetting or even giving them their profit. Maybe. But as far as, like, the actual programming and everything, especially considering, like, you saw what I did on Monday. I'm sitting up here watching. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock, my TV went over to CBS. Yep. So, like, you got to deal with that. You got to deal with in Monday Night Football and all of this other mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, during this time, it's, it, it's rough. It's and then Remember, think the, about it too. Now the NBA is coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Peacock deal is worth a like, billion dollars. Yeah, was, the Peacock deal is worth. I don't know how that is as far as how Raw plays into that, but I know that they're pissing up. They're paying for Raw. I think it's like a hundred eighty something million dollars a year. But because of the fact that because of that the deal, that five year deal, it ends up being just over with. Raw or what SmackDown is getting, I don't remember how that shit works out. I just know that because of the fact that it's three hour programming versus two hour programming, they actually end up paying a little bit more, but it averages out the less. Yeah. So the the the, the deal for the Raw show is two hundred sixty five million a year. Yeah. There you go. And because yeah. of the fact, think about it. They have an extra hour every single year. So SmackDown is one hundred four hours. Every single year, or every yeah, every single year, they got 104 hours of programming. Raw has 52 more hours than they do. And Raw and SmackDown, Raw SmackDown's getting paid. Was paying what? Uh, Fox is paying what? 205. You said? Both. Yeah, and both deals expire at the same time because they began at the same time. They both mm-hmm. went to effect in October of 2019. They're both five-year deals. So yeah, is. Raw is getting they're, they're paying for uh NBC's paying 265 a year for October Raw. 2024 should be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Not even August. 2023 and 2024 should be the two interesting years for WWE because that's when a lot of their top stars, especially these quote unquote indie guys that they keep talking about, or like the the the, the midgets that they keep talking about that they've been able to sign on, that's when all those contracts expire. I don't know. So they pretty uh, much got $235 billion over five years for both NBC and Fox. But but yet, but yet they were cut they were but cutting they, but talent. they're struggling. 
and, 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 because, and you know, you know Nick Khan thinks that they need to 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 cut money and all that. <laughs> okay, that's miss me with the bull. That's 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 what happens when you have shareholders to answer. You need to turn a profit. So the first the first way to do that is if you got you got to cut down the employees because that way you're saving. You see, money. that's 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 where that's where. That's where it's like sometimes going public is just not a good thing. And I understand that they are a entertainment company. But yeah, this is when the entertainment side of WWE kills the wrestling side. Because it's like ever since they bought this Dick Kong guy in, the product looks like absolute crap. And it wasn't. And literally, you can. <laughs> yeah, no, but you can correlate the rise of AEW with the hiring of Nick Khan mm-hmm. easily because it's like literally he he gave AEW their top stars. Like, if you really want to think about it, okay, you have Kenny Omega and you have the Young Bucks and you have uh, uh who's another top guy in AEW? Help me out, Paul. Uh, you. That they that gave them that what they started with in AEW that they start that they that AEW created Darby Allen the inner circle Darby Allen the inner circle uh, the yeah. inner circle Hangman Page, Page. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy so, Jurassic Express Orange Cassidy Jurassic um, Express right Lucha Brothers right so you have like that handful of maybe 12, 13 people right mm-hmm. the rest of the roster of any notable name are all releases that happened after Nick Khan was hired. Alistair Black, Miro, um, what else was there? Andrade, Mm -hmm. FTR, Mm -hmm. um, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, now Adam Cole, Adam Cole, rumored Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, Rumored, mm-hmm. um, Ruby Soho, Ruby Soho, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, uh Conte, Tanara yeah, Conte. Conte. Oh, Tanara Conchi, yeah. yeah, Conte, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. because they said is. she's not gonna make it, but yet she's flourishing right. over there, though. Brody Lee, Brody Lee, yes. Who, all right, in theory, is probably one of their 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 pillars going forward. One of the in a lot of ways, you can say the mid card founding father because he really is what took that mid card to the next level mm-hmm. in the short time that he was there. Um, so I say all that to say, AW without those cuts would have been good. It probably wouldn't have been great. No, they would have been. They would have been like the a head. Their, their head just like floating, just to stay above. Right, because like we're because not they had a lot of indie talent. Yeah, they had a lot of indie talent, but with the amount of talent that was in WWE, and like we're not even talking about like your your Sean Spears, you know, mm-hmm. the the Sean Spears, Leo Rush, like those guys that can just add and they can enhance the guys that you already have because yes, AW was built by independent stars, but. The coding, you know, the outside, the fixtures, they're ex-WWE guys. Ric Flair, Sting, you know, those veterans that got put off the pasture, Arn Anderson, 
Billy Gunn. Those guys, I got, you know, Billy Gunn. Matt Hardy. Matt, Matt Hardy. Hardy. You know, Christian, those Christian guys, Cage. Christian Cage. Like, those are the seasoning that made your meal work, that made your meal pop, especially this year. Dustin and that Rhodes. is all because Dustin Rhodes. You know, Cody, think about it this way. AW wouldn't even exist without Cody Rhodes. Oh, we are forgetting. We are forgetting the first one. Chris Jericho. No, 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 no. The first one that went over there and gave him the biggest pop before CM Punk. John Moxley. John Moxley. John Moxley. See what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you. I'm not saying that AW wouldn't have survived. But it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the AEW that it is now if not for, frankly, the greed and selfishness and stifling nature of WWE the machine. And again, I I throw that back to the shareholders because I'm not sure when they went public. I can't tell you when they went public, but I it doesn't feel like they were public during the Attitude Era. I'll tell you that much. No, they, they it probably were. was around the end of the Attitude Era, going into that new Bumblegum John Cena era when they they probably went public because you know they had to turn PG and it. 19, I guarantee you, it wasn't October nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, right so before the turn of the century. Yeah, but that was right, right when the turn happened. That was right around the time the turn started to happen. No, I lied because. The Attitude Era went on for maybe like another two years, 2002, 2003-ish. And then once like that happened, where the shareholders got to like sit back and be like, eh, I don't know if we want to do this. This doesn't have quote-unquote mass appeal, which is bullshit. Absolute horseshit. And yes, WWE has have had their highs and lows, but they haven't had the same level of competition. Because WCW was really coming off the Monday night, losing the Monday night wars, and they never recovered. Like when Vince beat WCW, it was just Vince. It was, it was his vision and his creative people and him doing what he did. Yeah, they. they and it was a younger Vince. It was a younger, more mm-hmm. in touch Vince. Yeah, and to me, WCW made too many mistakes, and it cost them. Yeah, it's almost like WCW killed themselves. It wasn't that yeah. WWE beat them; it's WCW lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 started doing. They were ahead of the lead, and because they lost it after like what 82, 83 weeks, then they started doing knee jerk reactions for no reason. It's just like, bro, just relax, chill. You just go back to what you were doing before. Just change up the storylines a little bit, just to give us something different. Because at one point or another, I felt like everybody was in the NWO, mm-hmm. except for like five people, and it's them Which, five again. Everybody else love the NWO, but. That's aggressive. It's like it almost could have been like that's what they could they like NXT could have messed up and did that with the undisputed era. Even though I still say to this day they should have put in a woman or two in the undisputed era. Still think you know Roger Strong's wife in the undisputed era would have been prime because it would have been basically what that Jack chick did is in a diamond mine. Would have been the same concept. Like, bro, think about it this. Like, the quickest thing, the, the most recent thing. They had the four horsewomen of, of MMA and the four horsewomen of WWE signed. Sign, sealed, delivered. You just had to create a storyline for them. 
and but the whole their whole their whole issue was like, oh, the last two aren't ready. I'm like, okay, but you have the four horsemen of WWE. They can carry them on the match. Games. <laughs> Here's my thing. Get them ready. How long do you if you go, to- if you're gonna send all these big guys back to training because you don't feel like they're wrestling like big guys and you can pull them off TV for that? You can't get these girls. Like you guys weren't using them in NXT anyway. But here's why the thing, weren't you though. using them in NXT? If you look at the four horsemen of, of wrestling, you have Sasha, you have Bailey, you have Charlotte, you have Becky. You mean to tell me there's two from those four that can't grab uh, Marina and uh, I forgot the other one. Jessamine. Jessamine Duke. Duke. Can't grab those two and just carry them through the match? Absolutely, they could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you, uh, truth be told, Becky Becky and Bailey can, can fucking wrestle brooms. They can wrestle circles around with a damn broom. That's what I'm saying. And you could even, you could even have it where you have them going at it, but then you have dissension in the group between Charlotte and Becky because they both want to mm-hmm. be, they both want to pin Ronda Rousey or beat Ronda Rousey so mm-hmm. bad. They're just mm-hmm. like going at each other. So it's like that. Like that uh, triple threat match shouldn't have happened. It should have been the four horse women match at WrestleMania. It I mean, sh- that shouldn't have happened. Put it this way. You could have had it where like at Wrestle at Survivor Series, you could have built up the, the match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. and Survivor Series. Where you have the four the four horsemen match, and that's where they mm-hmm. go at it, and then that that's where the few the three way comes in, because you got Becky and Charlotte both want to beat Ronda, and then they're just mm-hmm. going at it like you know what we're just going to continue this later on because it's not going to work or whatever how you want to do it. It's just come on, it's just it, it it's like we were saying when when Bianca just lost the belt in on SummerSlam, there were so many ways to do it cleanly where she doesn't look so weak, and you still make her lose strong while she loses it. And what happens in Extreme Rules? She lost to Becky Lynch, but yet they both look strong. Why? Because um, what's her name came in? The hell, she didn't Asha. even lose. Yeah, so She's it's the like one that got hit first, <laughs> right? But I'm saying though, they both look strong. They, she, you know, what I'm saying she, she still looks strong. So I'm like, you, you do, you're doing that now. You couldn't do that at, at SummerSlam. You, you really couldn't do that then, like, but you did it now. So you it's made the Bianca same thing like with the like, Roman Reigns thing. It's like you can write when you want to, and that's annoying. I don't get it, man. It's I don't get it either because it's like what you just did in, in Extreme Rules is what we wanted to see at SummerSlam. You still got your pop. Mm-hmm. Bianca would look strong. You can still have the few going because, like we said, if you have it a three-way match, Bianca gets beat up by Carmella and Becky, and then Becky just destroys Carmella. Carmella can take that loss. Who gives a damn? I'm sorry. I don't care. But Carmella I mean, even destroyed. if you're going to have Bianca lose it, have someone like Carmella or Zelina cost her the match. Where, yeah, people are going to be upset about interference, but it's better than 26 seconds. Mm-hmm. You could like, even, ha- yeah, you, you could have brought back the pepper spray. You could even have uh, Zelina cost her the match or take her out or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, but Bianca could not take that pin and she could definitely not lose 26 seconds. And then it's just gonna be like, oh well, I, I lost like that, but still I'm gonna come back even strong. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Stop that. That is some Shikari Richardson jump off right there. Like, listen, bro, you 
you got smacked. Take the take the L on the chin and, and go to the yeah, back it's, of the line. It's, it's like when Kofi lost to Brock in like five seconds. There was no he still hasn't recovered from that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody was like, What the hell? Really? Kofi, can you can can you not hit him at least? That was the same thing. I'm just like, bro, this is Kofi all over again. Oh shit. It just lasted a little long a little longer. That's all it was. I don't know, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We weren't supposed to go on a rant like that. No, but it just needed to be said. It's the reason why it's called the heel heat. (laughs) You know what happens when we get together. Yep. Yep. It just gets spicy out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah, it does. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And uh, hope you enjoy the draft tonight. And let's see what happens. And let's get some stories.